to the Freedom Nation podcast with Jeff Kickle. On this show, Jeff shares his expertise in financial and retirement planning from a different perspective. Planning for your Freedom Day, which is the first day that you wake up and have enough income or assets and do not have to go to work that day. Learn how to calculate what you need, how to generate income sources, and listen to interviews from others who've done it themselves. Get ready to experience your own Freedom Day. Hello, Freedom Nation. Welcome to the Freedom Nation podcast, episode 19. And we call this one, Why the Tax System is Stacked Against Employees. So, you know, all of us are coming, you know, we're, we're coming to the end of 2021 at this point. Uh, we're all sitting there getting ready for holidays. Some of us have already begun celebrating holidays. Uh, others are getting ready to begin celebrating holidays. And we're going to roll into the tax, the next tax year in about a week and a half. And then all of a sudden we start to think about our taxes. Now, if you're a W-2 employee, uh, you're going to be looking at, well, I'm either going to get a tax return. So I want to file my taxes as quickly as I possibly can and get my, my return back. If you are a uh, someone who probably is going to have to pay taxes, you're going to say, well, I'm going to file an extension and we'll come back in October and, and deal with this and I'll pay my taxes then. For business owners, uh, many of us are closing out our books for the year. Um, we're getting ready to hand a lot of this stuff off to our accountants so that they can kind of go through all this and do some, you know, do some analysis. Um, I will tell you my my accountant. Uh, we've been working for the last two months, really looking at where we're coming in for the year, what we can do, uh, you know, as far as hopefully reducing taxes that we have to pay or eliminating taxes that we have to pay. And so that's a little bit of a different mindset. If you're an employee, really the only thing you have that you can reduce your taxes in any way, shape, or form is you can make donations to charity at this point. Uh, you can increase your contributions to your retirement accounts, but there's really not a lot extra that you can do. You know, most tax deductions have been eliminated for W-2 employees. You know, if you do any kind of home improvements, that just gets added to the basis of your house. So that doesn't really give you an income tax deduction. So that's the fundamental thing that we need to talk about. And we need to talk about why I, as a business owner, am thinking of this time massively different. And I've been doing planning for the last several months. But we've got to go back to the beginning. Uh, we have not always had an income tax system in the United States. The income tax system in the United States really came into being in the, the 19-teens, uh, and really came into being in uh, during the end of World War II or World War One, and the reason was we spent a massive amount of money first off helping out the European countries that were allies to us, and then later us being involved in the war, and we had a lot of debt that we had to take care of, and so the government was looking for ways to raise revenues, and a lot of the revenues that 
they tried to raise through estate taxes and property taxes, a lot of the really rich people were able to, which included a lot of the people in Congress, uh, they were able to kind of skirt around that by creating trusts and things like that so that they were not paying um, a lot of the the taxes, which up to that point, they had been paying a ton of, you know, most of the, the taxes in the country. So what ended up happening was the government said, well, you know, everybody who is an employee should all be participating in helping fund the government. And we're going to kind of do it as a forced instead of voluntary thing. Because when income tax first started, it was basically a voluntary thing that we paid at the end of the year. And the government said, well, we really want to have more consistent funding for the government. So they created the income tax system, which basically meant that, let's say you earned $100 at then, you know, at that time. Of that $100, you had to pay out $10 or $20 out of your paycheck to go to taxes. So that went directly to the federal government. And then whatever you had left, that $80, that was yours to spend and do with as you please. But the government got their cut first. And that has not changed to this day. Now, the system has changed. At the beginning, it was you know pretty much just a straight up income tax for everybody. And then over time, it evolved into what they call a progressive tax system. What does that mean? Well, a progressive tax system means that the more you make, there are different bands of income tax as that goes up. So what ends up happening is, you know, the more you make, the more you are towards the higher strata of income earners, you're going to pay a majority, you know, a larger percentage of your income in taxes. And the whole purpose of that was to not have a, a whole bunch of people making tons of money and then everybody else making nothing. Uh, it was to, to even out the system. Now, that doesn't always work so well. Uh, there are other kind of taxes inside our system that that hurt us in today's world and certainly hurt the people at the, the lower income strata. But that's the origins of the, the tax system. It was why it was created, and it's why it hasn't gone away because the, the, the government relies on that consistent flow of income coming in over time. Now... Let's talk a little bit about the, the equation for this and understand why the system rewards business owners. So as we've talked about, if you're an employee, you're, you earn a paycheck, so you earn income, your taxes are taken out immediately, and then whatever's left over, you use to spend on your expenses. As a business owner, it's different though. Uh, the system was set up differently for us that are business owners. So we earn income or what we would call revenue in the business world. And then we get to take out our expenses first. So we, we go in, all of our expenses that we have, we're able to take out of that revenue first. And then whatever's left over, that's what we pay taxes on. So once again, just think of that. If I'm an employee, income minus tax equals my money for expenses. For, as a business owner, income or revenue minus expenses equals my taxable income, or then I'll pay taxes on that, okay? So if I have equal amounts of revenue and expenses, then I have zero tax liability at the end of the year. 
So how does this affect you? If you're sitting there today and you are someone who is sitting there, you're a W-2 wage earner, you're coming up to the end of the year, you're listening to this podcast and you're saying, well, how can I get some of that? (laughs) How can I get started? Well, we've talked about how to start a freedom engine and that freedom engine is a business. You have to start that process uh, of getting that freedom engine started. And the other piece of that is you need to keep records of income that you're earning from that business and expenses that you're incurring. Now, when you're first starting up a business, a lot of the things that you have in that business that you need, you know, let's say you need, you're a photographer and you need to buy photography equipment to get started. Well, that's all equipment that you can pretty much either load up into the beginning of the year, you know, that you start your business and have a loss, or you can stretch that out over a period of time. And that's what's called depreciation. So depreciation reduces your, it's just basically the fact that whatever you own in your business is going to degrade in value over time. You know, so a camera when it's new is worth X dollars, but over time it becomes worth less and less and less. So that depreciation that happens is counted every year into your taxes. So that allows you to get a tax deduction on the fact that the things that you own are going down in value over time. Uh, So that's another huge benefit of being a business owner. So with your side business, you have the ability to start to utilize that business to get some tax deductions. One of the best examples of this is, and, and one of the reasons I hear most from small or from people that are W-2 wage earners who tell me, well, you know, I can't, uh, I, I really can't do this. Um, you know, I, I can't uh, figure out, you know, I, I just can't leave my job. I, I have to stay in my job because I have healthcare insurance. And that's the only thing I have. Okay, well, here's something that's very interesting. Well, you can start a side business and anything in that side business that, you know, you have from a healthcare perspective. So let's say, you know, your healthcare has a deductible of $2,500 per year. Well, as a, as a W-2 wage earner, I cannot deduct that $2,500 a year because that $2,500 a year is, there's a, basically a medical exemption or it, I have to hit a certain threshold, a certain percentage of my income, total income coming in to be able to deduct my expenses or my, my out-of-pocket medical expenses. Most of us, unless we have some horrible thing that happens to us, will never even get remotely close to that amount to be able to deduct our medical expenses. However, if I own a small business and let's say I have, you know, the money that I pay for healthcare insurance, I keep a record of that. I can reimburse myself from my business as long as, and this is a caveat, as long as my business has the purpose of getting, of being a, or trying to reach profitability It's not a hobby. It's something where you're actually in business to try and generate revenue to get to profitability at some point. Anything I spend out of pocket, I can reimburse myself from my business as a fringe benefit of being an owner of that business. 
So my out-of-pocket medical expenses, my deductibles, those things that fall outside of my medical plan, all of those things are things that can be deducted from my business. So what does that tell me? Well, one, my business instantly can help me to reduce my out-of-pocket medical costs. So that's a huge benefit right out of the gate. And that's another situation where that can be used. Now that money that I was spending on medical premiums, on out-of-pocket deductibles, on you know deductibles for healthcare, for prescriptions, all of that, those can be reimbursed. So I don't have to pay for those. And then that money can be applied towards reducing debt. So that's just one simple example of that. When you are a business owner, um, you know, let's say you have to go from your home to a client uh, to drop something off, or you've got to go to the, the store to pick up or, you know, the office supply store. Well, when you're going to those places, um, if, as long as it's not going to the same place as a commute, if you're going from your place of business, which may be your home in this case, to a client's office, well, that can be tracked as mileage. And right now, I believe this year, uh, the, the mileage reimbursement is 55 cents per mile. Uh, or you can take actual expenses from your vehicle for that year. So another example of something that can help reduce your taxable income. And this can reduce your taxable income even for your other money, you know, for your other taxable income that is, you know, coming in from a W-2 job. Because when you have a business and it's a pass-through, uh, what does a pass-through mean? A pass-through means that um, it's a business that the revenue minus the expenses passes through to your uh, your income tax or basically passes through to your income tax, personal income tax. And then you get to deduct business expenses from that personal income tax. Uh, that's going to reduce your overall personal income because of the business. So once again, it's another one of these situations where your business income, you know, especially in the early years when you're not earning as much and you've got more expenses than income coming in, it's going to be able to reduce your taxable income on the on the personal income side more and more. Virtually anything can be tax deductible. It really just depends on your business and and what basically what your business needs. So let's say you're a photographer uh, again. And as a photographer, you know, I need the equipment to be a photographer. So I might need lights, I might need cameras, I might need lenses, things like that. Well, those are all things that are tax deductible for my business. Mileage, like we talked about, a lot, you know, income or, or eating out. So I take a client out for a lunch. Well, I can deduct right now 100% of that. In past, it was 50% of that because it, I could only deduct for the person that I brought with me. Right now, that's 100% deductible for another year until the, the tax law changes again. So once again, virtually anything that you can justify as a business expense can be deducted from that business, and it can create a loss. Now, that loss can be applied, like I said, in the case of pass-throughs, directly through to your taxes. And it's what's called your Schedule C on your 
your tax form. So you'll file a Schedule C, and that Schedule C is going to detail your income and expenses and everything else that comes out of your business. So as you understand this, you know, a lot of us who, you know, and, and I was this way for 25 years, I, I attempted to start businesses, uh, failed in many of those businesses. But one of the advantages I had was a lot of those that failed, I was still able to uh, take advantage of some of the tax benefits of having that business. And even though they failed, they were helping to reduce my taxable income. Uh, now, with several successful businesses, now I have to do a little bit more planning and I don't, I, I do get W-2 wages from my businesses, but I'm also able to, some of the businesses are, you know, uh, are sole proprietorships or, or LLC sole proprietorships. So I'm able to put those things onto my, you know, Schedule C and that helps me to manage my, my personal taxable income. Um, and then, you know, I have to manage my taxable income for each of the businesses as well, um, offsetting as much as I can with expenses. And, you know, we, we do pay taxes for our businesses, but I, I don't pay as much if I earn that same amount of income as a W-2 employee as some of my businesses are making. Uh, I would have a wildly higher tax situation. So why is this important for you to understand? Well, you know, one of the re one of the biggest costs to you every year is going to be taxes. You know, in this country, we pay sales taxes. Well, I can't really get away from that. Um, we have property taxes. So if you own property of any way, shape or form, whether it is, um, you know, personal property from the standpoint of a, you know, a home, you're going to pay tax on that and you can't really get away with that. They want their money. Um, we have estate taxes in this country for people who have, you know, an enormous amounts of wealth at the at their death, and those estate taxes can come back, and your heirs have to pay those. So those are all things that you know you can do some planning around, but in some cases there's just nothing you can do about it. But one of the things that about the income tax system in this country is utilizing a business, utilizing that side business that you're just getting started, uh, you're going to start to recognize and utilize the benefits. So the most important thing is to begin to educate yourself, uh, buy a tax book, you know, buy taxes for dummies or whatever it is, you know, business taxes for dummies or something along those lines and educate yourself on what can be and can't be deducted from your business because that is going to help you build wealth. It's going to be, you know, you're going to send less money to Washington and you're going to get to keep more money to yourself. And if you're listening somewhere else in the world, in almost every situation, you're going to, if you understand the tax system and you educate yourself on the tax system, there is going to be ways that business owners um, will be able to leverage the tax system to their advantage. And why is that created? Why was that system created that way? Was it just a bunch of rich guys who were business people, guys and gals who were business people that wanted to create a system that benefited them and not everybody else? Well, kind of. Uh, in almost every country, it was that way. But the other, the other reason for that is a little bit more of a... Uh, 
it's more of a situation that the government is saying, we want to reward people that take risks for business, because if you reward people that take risks for business, they also, or you also are able to create jobs in the economy. You're going to create economic value for your business. And, you know, at some point in time, you're not going to have enough expenses and you're going to have to pay some taxes too. But they want to reward business owners for taking that risk, especially at the early points of their business, and allow them to write off those expenses that they're incurring so that they can continue to grow their businesses and help, you know, like I said, create jobs for the economy. So that's the common thing that you're going to see across the board, even in other countries. Um, so what do you need to do? It's that you really need to, first off, get that freedom engine started. You need to start focusing and doing planning around that and get that process going so that, you know, when you get into 2022 and beyond, you're able to grow that business, but also help you to offset some of your taxes as you go um, and use that savings, any of that savings that you have to get rid of debt, uh, get your, your financial situation in order and get yourself to your freedom day as soon as possible. So I hope this was helpful for you. Uh, this is one of those things that all of us need to understand better. We all need to be students of the tax system. And one of the things I would recommend is get with a qualified tax professional, not somebody who just files taxes that doesn't really do strategic tax planning with you. Um, find a, a CPA that you can work with that is someone who enjoys doing that kind of ongoing planning with their clients and someone who, uh, you know, really takes a proactive approach to working with their clients over time. So hopefully this was all helpful to you. Um, once again, wherever you're listening to this, please, please, please subscribe to the channel. Uh, we do these shows three days a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, but occasionally we throw one in kind of in the middle. And if you don't let, or if you don't subscribe to the channel, you're going to miss those extra ones that are out there. If you're just waiting for this to come out once a week or so, or several times a week. So subscribe to the channel, wherever you're at. If you can provide us with a comment, I love comments. If you've got questions, put them in the comments section. Um, and if you can share this with somebody else, somebody else that is sitting there trying to get to freedom day, please go ahead and share this with them because hopefully they will take action as well, get their freedom engine going and start to control their taxes a little bit better. So thanks a lot for listening. Y'all have a wonderful day and we will talk to you on the next show. Thank you for listening to the Freedom Nation podcast. You can find us on Apple Podcasts and all the major channels. Wherever you're listening, please subscribe to the channel and leave a rating and review. If you have friends and family that could benefit from their own Freedom Day, please share with them. Finally, join Freedom Nation by following us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter.